Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a soggy Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Uh, We will have a very active show for you today. Uh, David Cherba is going to produce it. Uh, we are hoping right out of the gate, talk a little Kentucky football. So much has been made of Florida's win uh, over Utah and moving up to number 12 in the AP poll. It's almost like this Kentucky game's an afterthought, uh, and it better not be. I mean, you're opening up SEC play here with a team that, that beat you last year. So uh, certainly the hope is that, uh, you know, and I'm sure that that's been talked about and uh, that's going to take place. Um, We, uh, not there? Okay, I'll uh, I'll text and see if we can get back. Live radio, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Today. Chris Doring is going to join us. Now, you may remember Chris preseason very high on Kentucky. We'll see if he's still bullish on the Wildcats. He'll join us top of the 1 o'clock hour. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, here in just a few minutes uh, for his weekly visit with us. Looking forward to that. Uh, Brad Spielberger will join us. Um, He... Uh, is going to talk a little NFL. Of course, the NFL opens the regular season tonight. Terrific game, at least it should be. Buffalo and defending Super Bowl champion Rams will have it here for you live. Don't know if you saw this. Dabble Swinney and Clemson agreed to a new 10-year, $115 million contract. Why? Why? Um... Was anybody going after him? Was anybody, you know, looking to hire him away? I mean, maybe there was and we don't know about it. But it just seems to me kind of an odd time uh, to do that. Don't forget tomorrow, Prognostication Friday. We'll have some games for you. Tonight there's a high school football game in the area, Gainesville is playing John Brantley's Trinity Catholic team, two Gators, Doc Pollard, John Brantley, coaching those teams. Um, so if we don't get uh, Tom Leach, we'll open the phone lines for you, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. We had some leftovers um, from Tuesday that – we will talk to you about. Hopefully he'll call. Um, if not, then we won't get him. But uh, let's get a couple of things here from the other day. By the way, congratulations to Billy Horschel, the Florida men's golf volunteer assistant coach, named to the U.S. team for the President's Cup. Pretty cool thing. People had asked, um, 
in a few of the emails here. Heath says, if you had to draw up a trick play for the Gators on offense, what skill personnel do you get involved? What type of play is it? It just depends. I think you hit the nail on the head, Heath. What, what kind of play are you running? Okay. Do you get the quarterback involved? I mean, that's hard to answer because but we saw what Florida did with Trent Whittemore. He, he, he can throw the ball. He would probably be a guy, if you're going to use a trick play like that, I would say that would be something that you would do. If you found, uh, can pick any, all, any all-time play-by-play guys to call a Gator game, who would you pick and why? For me, Madden and Summerall calling a competitive Florida-Georgia game would be great. Yeah, I mean, look, just because you are good, like, it, would, would Joe Buck be good in a college game? I, you would imagine he would, but it's not quite the same. And uh, he said, who was the best special teams player for UF in the past game against Utah? Hmm. I, nothing. Nobody sticks out. I'd have to go back and look who made a tackle or whatever. But nobody sticks out. I, I guess that it doesn't. No, there was nothing egregious. Larry says about tailgating, uh, and I tried to. I did, haven't gotten an answer to that, Larry. So I'm still trying. Mike says uh, that there were talks about uh, renovations for the swamp. Caller hinted. There may be some discussion to actually tear the building down, relocate the stadium. There is nothing. There's absolutely nothing that I've been told that would have that happen. When Scott Strickland was here, he said that they he called Florida Field an iconic venue and that they would do what they could to refurbish it. And, you know, at first he said, make the seats bigger you know, more amenities, but then he kind of backed off that and said, well, you know, we're taking a second look at it. But I but I can tell you, Mike, that there's just not been uh, that sort of talk at all uh, that I've heard of at least. Uh, Bill also emailed, and uh, he said, Steve, what kind of a game do you expect uh, from Kentucky? Well, if it rains... If it's going to, it's supposed to, right? I think there's this misconception you can't throw the ball in rain. You can, but is Anthony Richardson good at that? Is Will Levis good at that? I've always felt the offense has an advantage because as a receiver, right, you have, you know where you're going. Defensive back does not. But you're also looking at, Two teams that like to run the ball. That's why I just don't think, even if it doesn't rain, if the game is competitive, you're going to see somebody throwing the ball 40 times unless they have to. If Kentucky can't run the ball, they didn't run it against Miami of Ohio, then, you know. But I, I just think you're going to see, a, uh, you'll see more run than pass if it's wet or if it's dry, unless, and if they, that's if the game's competitive, like the Utah game was. If one team gets out of hand and has to throw it, that would certainly change things. 
a little bit. Um, all right. Now, we will, by the way, this weekend, uh, interesting that uh, this, is, this, this weekend is going to be part of a uh, championship reunion weekend. Kind of nice. Sellout, that's good too. Gator fans, and, and look, I don't care who it is, fans love a winner. Daryl says, hope the team doesn't suffer a hangover from last weekend. That's my biggest fear. But I think Florida will be ready as the SEC opener. I think because it's that, I just don't think there's going to be a hangover. Now, they can't get complacent, but I don't think it'll be a hangover. Daniel says, Braves caught the Mets. Yeah. Now, the Mets won a doubleheader last night. I think the Mets are up by half a game, maybe. Is that right? Somebody can correct me. And they just put a Scherzer on the DL again, on the injured list. That doesn't help. And then Williams says, what's your opinion of the Josh Hader trade to the Padres ever since that trade Milwaukee is on a total free fall? That's, I mean, they have, but I don't know that it's because of that. There's other issues, William, in Milwaukee's poor play besides that. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Kyle Curtis. The NFL kicks off its season tonight when the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams, host the Buffalo Bills at the SoFi Stadium. Matthew Stafford and Josh Allen will battle it out with coverage starting right here at 7 tonight. Florida Football announced that for back-to-back weeks, the Swamp has been sold out for the Kentucky matchup this upcoming weekend. In other college football news, Clemson has locked in their head coach for the future, with Dabo Sweeney committing to a 10-year contract worth $115 million. Local high school football will be in action tonight. Trinity Catholic will make the trip from Ocala to take on the Hurricanes of Gainesville High School for Thursday night under the lights football. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, would you like to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Well, that's Arthrex. They're hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game. If you're looking to make a difference that have manufacturing skills, including machining, logistics, or assembly, Join a global company that's been named one of the best workplaces in manufacturing and production in the entire country. They're hiring at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. You can check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com for a great place to work. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be. But traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you. And it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way. And that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. 
BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. Too many people buy the lie. If I do enough, then I'll be good enough. They try to earn their way to heaven, but the truth is we're never good enough. For the Bible says we have to be perfect to enter into heaven. Good luck with that. But good news, Jesus paid the penalty for our sin. So when we accept him, we are made right with God. Then our lives begin to change. Our hearts are transformed. Our desires begin to line up with God's. We have an inner want to because of the grace that we've received, and God's Spirit empowers us to do so. The truth is simple. No matter what your past, your pain, or your doubts, God's love offers us peace. His grace offers us a fresh start. His forgiveness frees us from past sin and shame. Knowing God's heart changes our hearts. The greatest miracle in life is a transformed heart through Jesus. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it it is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Who you hire to be your advocate after an accident is important. Choosing a figurehead lawyer with little courtroom experience may not be your best move. At Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, you will speak directly with one of the four attorneys fighting for your case. You don't need the biggest law firm. You need an experienced lawyer who will present your case with clarity and conviction. You pay nothing unless we win. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Well, game two is about to happen in the swamp on Saturday, the SEC opener. As Kentucky comes to town, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is going to be with us at this time every Thursday. I appreciate him taking the time to do it. Sean, uh, the first one is now in the books, my friend. How about that? 
I mean, talk about getting gifted a great game to call for my first time. You out of the bet. Game. I thought, you know, it's funny you said that. Yeah. I'm in the box, and I'm thinking, he's got a terrific game to call here for the first one. That was really cool. Yeah, no, I, I told Shane, I said, all we got to do here is hang on. Hang on and enjoy this one because that's exactly what it was. What I mean, really, from the time the fumble happened on that first floor to drive, from then on, every play was high impact, uh, seesaw back and forth, dramatic. I mean, and it, l- less about me. More importantly, that's how we start the Billy Napier era. Uh, and it was just – it. It was so cool to see that building lit up the way it was. You know, it's funny. Um, you, you have a nationally ranked team come in here like that, and they acquitted themselves very well. But I'm an old school dude. SEC's, I don't want to say more important, but you, don't, you never want to lose an SEC game. But you sure as heck don't want to lose an SEC game at home. So this game is maybe more important or certainly just as important as the Utah game. Yeah, and that's what we do as fans. We sit there and go, Oh, man, if they could split the first two. Well, if they split the first two, the one I want is Kentucky. All that stuff makes sense, right? Um, you know, it, it's nice that when you win the first one, now, now, you can, now you can go, well, yeah, we'll just take it game by game, right? <laughs> no, so look, if, if, if Florida gets out of here 2-0 and against two ranked teams to start the season, it's, well, we've only seen it happen one at a time, but um, it's a remarkable start. It reinforces what I think is a little bit of a lofty raking in the AP poll right now. Uh, and, and you're setting things up for mm, something that could be pretty cool here, especially later on this month. And I can do that because I don't coach or play over there, but I already know what I've kind of got my eye on if this goes well this weekend. Yeah. All right. You got a question coming for Sean, three nine two eight two five five. David, you're up. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I wanted to ask, or had actually two questions. Um, one, for well, one, first of all, actually, it was a statement. A friend of mine tried to listen yesterday, and he said that he thought GRU got too high for y'all because the radio station wasn't even on. I made a laugh at that because I guess he didn't hear y'all were having the radio tower shut down. But um, my question for y'all is, um, with us coming into the Kentucky game ranked as high as, as we are now, um, which I didn't see that coming, um, do you think that people are going to expect a dominant performance where we outscore them by multiple touchdowns, or do you think we just need to escape there with a win? And I'll take that off the air. You all have a good one. David, thank you. You or me. You. The line tells us it's a one-score game or a one-touchdown game or less. Um, And I don't think margin of victory has a whole lot to do with anything uh, in this sense. There's two ranked teams playing here. It's an SEC conference game. And, and so in that sense, I, I, don't, I don't look into we're, we're 12, they're 20, we should win by whatever. Um, that's just me. Yeah, and the, I, the thing with this too, if you're a Gator fan right now, win by a point or win by – you've got to win. That, that, it, the, the spread doesn't matter. And the way this league is, you're not going to have many of those. You're no. not going to have games that's you know, 40 to 10. You're not going to have a, a lot of those. Uh, let's get Daryl here. Hi, Daryl. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Sean, great job last Saturday night, man. I enjoyed listening to you with my headset on in the stadium. Fabulous job. Thank you very much. Uh, like I said earlier, it's it's a little easier when every call can be great like that because the play is great. Right, Sean. You think we'll get it straightened out this week with the uh, you know in sync on the uh, at the game with the headset? Not, not any update on that. I know that we've been kind of talking about that the last couple of weeks, but the latest is, is no. Now, again, weather did last week didn't help us. Weather, again, this week is not going to help us in, <laughs> as far as getting some of those things in place. But, um, you know, the conversation continues. That's all I can tell you at this point. 
Okay. Well, later, uh, early, I'll still have my headset on listening to you and Shane, my man. Thank you very much. And, and it was a delight working with Shane and Tate for the first time, finally, uh, the other day. All right. Thank you, guys. Daryl, thank you. Mark says, a kind of funny, fans like me are falling into the trap. We hear Kentucky struggle to run against Miami of Ohio's front seven, automatically assume that the struggling Gator run D will shut down Smoke and Company on Saturday. While overall we're better than Miami of Ohio, it's possible they have a better front seven than we do. I'm just saying, your thoughts. Yeah, I, I, watched, the game, I watched the Kentucky game again last night. And, gosh, I, I get where they're having problems. Let's, let's not kid ourselves about what Rodriguez was or is and will be again later on this season. Uh, they're going to move the uh, the longtime left guard to left tackle. Horsey is, is his name. Um, Horsey, excuse me. He started at left tackle last year against Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. So this isn't some new thing for him. But Stoops is looking to put his best five up front. This is a as, as good as Utah is at running the football. This is a whole different animal here, SEC-wise. I'm not so sure we've got the big blue wall coming at us, kind of like Kentucky's shown us the last couple of years. But... Um, you give Stoops and those guys a week to maybe change this up or get those other running backs some reps, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a monumental jump, but I do think their attack is better than what we saw against Miami of Ohio. And you know, I wonder this too. Matter of fact, I think their offensive line coach or the offensive corner said this, and we were holding back a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't know how much there is to that because look, you, if you got to win a game. Right, Sean, you got to win a game. How, how, if if you hold back, fine, but that's almost like an excuse. Well, okay, are you holding back on letting your quarterback get sacked four times? Thank Let's you. Let's just start with that. Yeah. And if you establish the run, you don't put Will Levis in the situation that he was last week, which was trying to be all world in order for them to win. If you take away the short field and the special team strike they had. They're in a real bad way against Miami of Ohio at their place in week one. So this whole we are holding back thing is a bunch of you-know-what, if you ask me. Uh, when you watched Florida and you, you saw the first game effort, what stuck out to you? Poise, number one. Um, an offensive line that enjoys playing in this system. So, yes, it's a lot of the same guys that we all saw last year. Look, when you have an offense where you're basically telling your offensive line, hey, we're probably labeled run first, whatever you want to call it, and you let them go out there and start driving people off the line of scrimmage, that's fun for them. And so that, that's a feed that gets going. And then if you have a quarterback behind you that you know that he averages now over 11 yards per carry outside the tackles since the start of last season, and I think you and I talked a little bit, we, th- we felt good about the running back group. For Florida, so all those things kind of came to fruition. Um, question marks up front, defensively. Those linebackers had their hands full with uh, those those two tight ends who are hybrid tight ends, especially Keithy. Uh, so questions unanswered still on that front. I left the game thinking I still don't know uh, about that situation. And look, uh, you know, uh, you can sit here and say it was only Pearsall who made an impact out of the receiving group, but He's the guy that was open. He secured the ball over the middle of the field. I'm okay with that. Gators seem to Gators seem to do a very good job of staying within the plan, and it came to be. And I've been told, and you're, you're going to be able to answer this for me and everybody else listening, that last year that defense 
when an opponent got inside the 20, forget it. What they did in holding two teams to field goals, or two field goal situations in the goal line stand, to me says there's something new there. And that's all I can say about one game, small sample size here. Can you take one more segment? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yep. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Chilloway. Call up Sean, talk to him. Questions about Kentucky, we'll take them here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers, offices Gainesville, Lake City and Ocala. 
Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. On and off downpours and clusters of strong thunderstorms will stay possible over our area through this evening. Locally, heavy rainfall rates will be possible at times, and that could lead to flooding. A flood watch is in effect along the Big Bend, the Nature Coast, and the First Coast through at least the weekend. When it's not raining, we'll have cloudy skies, high temperatures today in the mid-80s, lows tonight in the lower 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. That was one of those where you go, Brian Kelly, better get off to a good start. And I haven't even won all of my games yet. After the loss, he didn't have an accent. They kicked it out of me. I had it. I had it to start. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Indicator Sean Kelly here for one more segment. So you want to talk to him, ask him a question. He's here to do it. 392-8255. Sean Daniel says, the call Saturday was fantastic. Like the way you honored Mick before kickoff as the team came running onto the field. Looking forward to Saturday's call from you. Yeah, no, I want to make sure that we absolutely acknowledge that. Um, That was very important to me. And um, I'm glad that it was noticed in some way. And I appreciate the kind words about the game. As you look at... Week one, we were talking about this. Not that college football always wasn't this way a little bit, but now because of social media and all that, man, one week you're going to win the national championship, and the next week you're going to go 0-11, 0-12. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Funny ha-ha. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny fun, actually. I, you know, I think that's what makes this different than the NFL, unless you live in a city like New Orleans – or Boston, or a few of the other, Pittsburgh would be one, where you're living and dying by every game. But look, overreaction on Monday, you know, overanalysis, uh, all that stuff, or just the wild emotional swing that goes with it, that's what makes college football what it is in so many different ways. You're emotionally more invested in this than perhaps anything else in sports. And so, um, yes, I want to bang my head into the wall sometimes when I see or read some of the things that are out there, but have a giggle with it, you know, have a little fun. Um, I know on your post-game show after the game, whether it be about officiating or anything else, um, yeah, it kind of comes with the territory. And and look, those that get a little overboard on this should also expect the same in return. So this is a little tete-a-tete, a little little playfulness that's fine and dandy with me. And and that's exactly what it is, too. You you look around – the league, Texas A&M struggled a little bit 
they've got Appy State who can score. Oh, yes. That's going to be an interesting game to me. Yes. I, you know, that, that's an interesting watch this weekend. I don't think Texas is, is ready for what they're, they're up against. Vanderbilt Wake is a really kind of cool one to watch here, especially with the quarterback coming back for the Demon Deacons. Um, did I read this, that the over-under on win total for Vanderbilt was two and a half, sitting at two right now? Um, look, I, you know, hey, let's, let's root SEC here. That helps all of us, right? And so I, I'll have my eye on that game, too, a little bit. You're right about A&M. It's always curious with those guys, isn't it? I just, I got, somebody brought it all up again back in August. I said, I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, it's not that I'm disrespecting Texas A&M. I just, I'm just, I'm tired of hearing about it. Show me. Right. From Missouri. So there you go. Show yeah, me. No doubt. Yeah. Let's get a call for you here. John, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, guys. I just, I just, was that Sean saying that about Texas A&M? Because I could not agree more. Yes. Yeah, I, I I think Jimbo Fisher is living off of one great quarterback in one great season. He's a great recruiter. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. He can recruit. I just don't think he's a great coach. Uh, but I wanted to ask Sean, Sean, how do we listen to your play-by-play? Is, is that online somewhere where we can go listen to it? Yeah, there's a number of ways to do it. You know, I think that, if I'm not mistaken – Steve, the, the WRUF app is one avenue to do it. Uh-huh. Um, over the year, obviously, duh. Um, there's a cool app that Learfield does. Learfield is the rights holder for the, for the Gator Sports Network. It's called the Varsity app or the Varsity something. It's Varsity. Um, one, you can listen not only to the game live on that app, you can listen to the game archived on that app. And any okay. of the Learfield schools, which is like 200 now, I think, or something, and that's great for me. I can dial up anybody else's game over the country uh, on that same app. Now, again, I can't help you on real time or the delay or anything else like that. I, you know, if you're in the stadium, your best bet right now is to tune in right here, right here, uh, and that'll yeah. be as close as you come to real time. But as far as being anywhere else in the country or you know, you don't have a radio when you're kind of moving around, it can all come through your phone now, whether it be on an affiliate app like WRUF, or, again, on this Learfield-driven app, which is called, I think it's the Varsity Network or uh, something like that. Yep, yep. Well, you'd need to listen in the swamp. I, I've tried listening in the swamp with iPods, you know, the, the earpieces for iPhone. You can't hear anything. I mean, it, it, you might as well forget it unless you're, you have suction-cupped speakers directly into your eardrum. You, you can't hear anything. Yeah, so, you know, um, I mean, and we want it that way, right? Another sellout this weekend. Yeah. I'd like I'd like somebody to, you know, say, okay, I'm either going to try and listen to Sean and Shane and Tate on the tarmac of a runway at GNV or in the stadium. Good luck on both fronts, yeah. but that's what we no, want. Let, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Hey, what, hey, um, Steve, um, did you notice the swamp sound system was awful on Saturday? Uh, the speakers were only working on the north side. Uh, it was terrible. Does anybody know what's going on with that? No. Um, I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you're right. Uh, and I don't know. Um, but it's got to get fixed. Uh, yeah, that's was, all I'll say. It was embarrassing. I, I, I really, we had all those recruits, and I, I usually it's booming in there, and it, and it, was, it was awful. Um, so and and I I really look forward to listening to your call, Sean. Are you a, are you a nickname guy? Do you come up with nicknames or? 
for players? Um, sometimes, uh, and more so now that I'm I'm the voice of said team. I think that's yeah. Um, and I want to be respectful about it. it. Usually, if a nickname comes to be, I'll actually ask the player myself. Hey, you cool with this? You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want somebody to tune in and go. I have no idea who he's talking about. But look, no, I get right. You. Um, those things kind of happen organically, and perhaps we'll get a good one or two here coming up. Yeah, I love Mick always would say Taylor made touchdown Taylor made when a guy was Taylor. Um, I'm thinking for um, does Anthony go by Tony or is it Anthony? Anthony. Does anybody know? He's Anthony. Anthony. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking T. Rich would be cool if he went Tony, but obviously not if he goes Anthony. Thanks, guys. Yep, appreciate okay, it. John, Good. thank you. All right, uh, about uh, three or four more minutes with Sean here, 392-8255. You can email uh, also srussell at wruf.com. Nationally, Sean, with Florida being as ranked highly as it is in the AP poll, I look, I, I get the Pac-12 – I must tell you, I was shocked that Georgia won as convincingly as they did. Not that they would win, but that was just a you don't you don't you don't look like you're that surprised. Not no, and here's why: it, Georgia may be better than they were a year ago. Yeah, um, especially on the offensive side of the football, that's of concern. Uh, I just think we're in this phase of the Pac-12 right now. I think it would not shock me if Utah wins out. It really wouldn't. I think the only team right now out there that can maybe give them a run at this is is USC. USC yeah. Um, and that's why a little bit, you know, you, you asked me earlier about the ranking. I was just a little surprised that, yes, you beat a top ten team, but I think at the same time, um, the value of that win. Well, we want Utah to win the rest of the way. That helps us. Yes. But, oh boy, I, that's a whole different thing out there right now. And uh, nationally, it's there's all this. Southeast bias, East Coast bias, Big Ten bias. Well, sorry, that's the way it is. I mean, it's the reality of the situation right now. I'm not sure if you were here. I don't think I asked you this, but I think it came out after you were here about the playoff. Mm -hmm. You like it? I do. Um, I think that we're nowhere near where it will end up. I I can't figure out what October in college football is going to look like, (laughs) let alone they're talking 26. (laughs) Now, think about it here. I mean, I, I hear people saying, oh, we're going to play so-and-so in 28 and this team in 29. I'm like, well, hold on. I, everybody's schedule is going to get blown up here because of all this conference realignment and everything else. And so I think Greg Sankey was prudent in slowing us all down with this earlier this week. I love the fact that it puts value on a conference championship. So if we're going to take six conference champions, conference champions or thereabouts, and they get a bid, they're in. We'll reseed everybody after that. But – you also reward conferences like the SEC in that your second or third place team could very well be better than the champion of X conference. Mm-hmm. And so it's a mix of at large and, and rewarding regular season play in the sense that you win your own league, which I always found it amazing that you could, in, in one, of, one of the two old systems, you could not win your league, but then you could play for it all, which I, I always found that to be just kind of, Awkward. Yeah. That's probably the word I'm looking for. And I do like the yeah. fact it's the highest ranked conference champions because yes. then you can't just tank. You can't, you, you got to keep winning. Correct. Correct. Because you're in a bigger field eventually. Yeah. Because of the reseed deal. And then this combination of can we do something on campus, but yet also kind of use the bowl structure and heighten some of those big bowls and still keep them relevant and ver- really important. So, yeah, I, 
I'm for it. I like the number. I just don't go all in because I don't know the finished product yet. Yeah, and yeah. it we may not know that for a while. I'm right with you. Gator man, what's happening? What's going on, Steve? Great win Saturday night. Yeah, I think we're gonna have another one this Saturday night. So I got the top ten reasons. The Gator train keep on keeping on. Ten ten Love reasons? Oh yeah, here's his ten top ten. Reasons. That's his deal. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> number ten, I think that Kentucky will not be able to run the ball. Number nine, I think Florida will be able to run. Number eight, look for just a little more noise from the tight end from the Gators. Number seven, look for Cox and Company to have that Gator man, thank you. Paul is next. Hi, Paul. Hey, real quick, um, Sean, was that the first? I know it was your first Gator game, but was that your first uh, time calling a game at all in the swamp? Yes, it was. That, not not my first Gator game. My first game is Voice of the Gators and in the swamp. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I I think a lot of the things you're doing so far. Um, really classy I, I i like it you know change is always difficult especially when your brain is accustomed to a voice and um it's different but i did tune in for a little while uh during the game it, the, the delay is a bit of a problem and i don't typically listen at a game but i did uh dial in and i i, I welcome you as a lot of gator fans have um my my question is in regards to the playoff so we're going to be looking at a 12-game season, then we'll play championship games, and the week after that would be host sites, and then the week after that would move into bowl season. So if my calculations are right, it's a, that, is that equals 16 games for the 12-game regular season? Well, it, in that scenario, it would. And this is what I go back to that we just talked about a moment ago, that what is the – what is the final product here? Because if we're going to get towards 16, do we do we need to do the conference championship game? You know, remember, the, the secret here is this. It's not even a secret. One big check, okay? So if the check is big enough, maybe we don't need the revenue from a conference championship game. Some conferences may say, well, we want a conference championship game because that's the only way we can determine who our champion will be. All that comes into play. Um, and then, Steve, you and I were talking – you know how do you, how do you do the campus thing plus the bowl thing? Yeah, it's there's a lot. Look, the the first step has been taken. A lot has to be decided. There's way too many checks and way too many presidents that have to weigh in on this. A baby step. Mm. Yeah, and I I've always been I do not want the regular season to be cheapened or lessened, and I think the reality is. It's going to be. You're going to see kids sitting. Now, that's just a lot of games. There's going to be workload or load management come to fruition, I think. It's just a lot of games. Um, I'd hate to see the SEC championship game go away, but I, I, I just don't know what it means a good model. We're talking but, about uh, one more game, perhaps? Then if, sure. you, if you go all the way now, if you go all the way now, we're only looking at really one more game if this gets tweaked the way I think it will. Yeah. So... 
Um, gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Paul, thank Welcome. you. Thank you. Thank, yep, you. thank you for Appreciate your call. It. Sean, thank you, sir. Look forward to your call on Saturday. Should be good. Yeah, I, I am uh, I am official. Today's Thursday, right? It is. All right. So let's just say uh, 1246, almost 1247. Um, I'm, I'm leaving Utah behind. I'm all forward now on Gators Cats for the weekend. You're having the same issue I have about what day and time it is, but yeah, yes, I, I hear you. Yeah, Labor Day didn't help. <laughs> right. Yeah. Great to see you again. Yeah, thank you, yep. Sean. Again, uh, Sean will be here this time every week. We really appreciate him doing that. 1247 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Kyle Curtis. The NFL kicks off its season tonight when the defending Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Rams, host the Buffalo Bills. Matthew Stafford and Josh Allen will battle it out with coverage starting right here at 7 tonight. Florida Football announced that for back-to-back weeks, the Swamp has been sold out for the Kentucky matchup this upcoming weekend. In other college football news, Clemson has locked in Dabo Sweeney through 2031 after he agreed to a new 10-year contract worth $115 million. Additionally, the Rays have a series day with the New York Yankees this weekend, coming off a win against the Boston Red Sox. The Rays will look to slow down history as Aaron Judge is in pursuit for the home run record. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency 310, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Been dealing with them for a really long time. And I mean that in the best possible way when I say dealing with them because they have given me great vehicles over the years. They have given me great customer service over the years. They will do the very same thing for you. Now, you want a new vehicle? Don't have those. But they do have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Check them out, secars.com online. Go visit them on your own at uh, Northeast 39th Avenue. You can test drive them eyeball them, check them out. These are really, really good vehicles. And remember, when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. All means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be. But traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you. And it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way. And that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Very cool to have the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, with us, to be followed by the voice of the Kentucky Wildcats. Tom Leach is here to talk about Kentucky as they come to town on Saturday. Tom, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Happy to help out. Tom, uh, as you looked at game one, I mean, Kentucky struggled to run without Rodriguez and the offensive line. Your assessment of Kentucky's uh, effort or whatever you want to call it in game one. Yeah, it's not what uh, they're going to need to have a shot to win at the Swamp, that's for sure. Um, they had um, several new starters in the offensive line. The center was a starter last year, but that was a guard, so he was at a new spot, but had been a returning starter. Then to his right, you had a transfer uh, from Auburn, uh, Tayshawn Manning, and a first-time starter. To his left, he had uh, two guys making their first starts, Richard Freshman. And Miami uh, ran some uh, what the coaches called games up front were twists and stunts with their down linemen, and Kentucky didn't do a good job of communicating and picking that up. And so Levis got sacked four times, and they really couldn't get much going in, in the run game. Uh, didn't have any, uh, you know, big runs and, and with the sacks netted out around 50 yards rushing. And, uh, that's 
not you know with that that kind of number is not going to be conducive to Kentucky winning most times. So they've got they know they have to be better this week. They're uh, not only uh, still uh, apparently without Rodriguez, but also two of the guys that were in their rotation at running back last week were injured, and so they are a little thin at running back and uh, a little uncertain at offensive line. So uh, it's not the the best situation to be going into this matchup with, but. Um, it is, you know, week two, and so teams can make a lot of improvement. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and listening to Coach Stoops, Tom, I mean, I, I, he's not going to panic, certainly, after week one, but it, it just seemed from hearing him that, okay, we got, we'll got, we make some moves, we'll switch some people around, and, you know, we'll go play. I mean, that, that's about all you can really do, isn't it? Yes, and they've moved a, uh, a guy who would have been their starting left guard last weekend. Uh, all-SEC candidate uh, from Florida, actually, named Kenneth Horsey. Um, he is now back uh, fully healthy and good to go this week. But they've moved him out to tackle, and he played there in the bowl game against Iowa in the Citrus Bowl back in January. So he's had some experience there. But obviously you'd uh, prefer to have him at the spot where he was at his best. But uh, what he does give them is a lot more experience on that side. So instead of having two rookies, now they've got uh, a guy with a lot of stars under his belt, to help out the uh, rookie that's to his uh, inside. And that should uh, help uh, solidify things on the offensive line, getting uh, Kenneth back. And um, then they've got a really good uh, tight end room, so they can you know, use the, the tight ends. They've got a lot of depth there uh, to help if they need it uh, on, on the edges a little bit. So, yeah, I think they, they uh, are not – They'd, they'd obviously prefer to be in a much better situation with the O-line, but it's also uh, that they're not without options, and so they're uh, making this move with Horsey. And if it, you know, getting that experience there works out well, that could solidify a lot of the issues they had last week. Uh, Thomas, you look at them defensively. What, what kind of team do you see here? It's a veteran group, um, particularly in the second line, the linebackers, the two inside linebackers have a ton of starts and have been very good. Um, on the outside, J.J. Uh, Weaver had a big interception against the Gators last year. Uh, he's a, a guy who's dangerous coming off the edge, but uh, as indicated by that interception, can drop back in coverage as well. Um, there's, they've got uh, some experience at the safety spot. Um, got a transfer in from Ole Miss, uh, Kedron Smith at one corner that looks solid. So they've, they've got – they don't have – uh, the one dominant guy like a, a Josh Allen that they had when Kentucky won down at the Swamp in 18. But they have uh, a rotation of uh, two and sometimes three deep across the front three so they can run in fresh legs, which will be important on September in Gainesville. Uh, they've got uh, you know depth on, on the linebacker line, also particularly in the middle. Um, so uh, I think they feel good about – the experience that they have, the, the, all the production that they can put out on the field. And um, Brad White's done a, a really nice job of uh, giving them a, a defense for several years now that doesn't give up a lot of big plays and that keeps them, you know, in games. Uh, that, uh, you know, you, you don't see teams lighting up the uh, scoreboard against the Cats as was the case in the pre-Mark Stoops era. Tom, i got a minute left. Uh, we all know the job that Stoops has done. And sometimes a program gets to the point where – you know, they go out there and they expect to win. Is Kentucky there or close to there now? I think they're probably close. I think they, uh, they, Stoops uses the term uh, play with an edge. 
Uh, you could use the term swagger, whatever uh, term you, you prefer to use. But they uh, believe they've put in a lot of work and they've methodically built it, steadily getting better in the recruiting. Uh, so I think they believe their uh, re- their improvement is legitimate and that uh, they feel uh, that they've got a shot against anybody they take the field against. They, you know, they they don't get uh, overconfident. He does a good job of making sure they respect their opponent, but uh, they they will come in believing they can win. Appreciate your time, Tom. Safe journey here uh, in the call of the game as the Cats take on the Gators Saturday. Thank you very much for doing it. You're most welcome. Have a good day. Okay, Tom. Tom Leach, play-by-play voice for the Kentucky Wildcats. So, Sean and Tom, back-to-back, that's pretty good stuff. Chris Doring going to join us at the top of the hour here to give his thoughts on this game and some of the things that went down uh, in the SEC. Uh, Brad Spielberger is going to talk NFL as the NFL season opens tonight with Buffalo and the L.A. Rams, which should be a really, really good game. We'll have it here live for you, by the way. And how about Dalton Guthrie? Former Gator baseball player, the latest to make his debut in the big leagues. He did so with the Philadelphia Phillies. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell, back for Hour 2. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. International Diamond Center's All Takori Weekend is here this Friday through Sunday. It's your best opportunity to experience the magic of Takori with exciting incentives. Takori is the brand above all brands in bridal and fashion. Handcrafted in California by true artisans, Takori sets the standard. IDC's flying in the entire Takori collection for this three-day event, including all new, never-seen-before designs with stunning beauty from every angle. And if you purchase any Takori engagement ring at this event, you'll get 12 months zero interest financing plus a 500 $500 gift card on us. Buy the matching band and get another $500. Buy his band and get another $500. That's $1,500 total. And while you're here, you can match that perfect ring with the most exquisite diamond the world has to offer. As IDC opens up the vault, showcasing our largest GIA and Forever Mark diamond selection ever. Don't miss this spectacular and unprecedented three-day event. International Diamond Center's All Takori Weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only at IDC at Celebration Point. On approved credit, restrictions may apply. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's as a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. Man, this week has just flown by, hadn't it? It just seemed like Florida-Utah was playing, and all of a sudden, two days... There's another game. Well, it's another game, another week. My buddy Chris Doring, you see him all the time on the SEC Network. He joins us now to talk about Florida, Kentucky, and about some other things in the college football world. Mr. Doring, good to have you, my friend. Um, good to be with you, man. Hey, Steve, imagine how it feels for those players that just went through a really physical game on Saturday night, having to come back and, and get after it and yeah. be ready to go both from a physical and a mental energy standpoint, always a, a difficult task coming back from a game like that. You know, I know you caught a lot of grief because you, you had Kentucky picked, you know, so highly and had him win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But they've had some injuries, and they've, they've had to shuffle things around. As you look at Kentucky now, Chris, what do you see? Yeah, it's a different Kentucky team than I expected to see, just like it's a, di- a different Florida team than I expected to see. You know, in, in reference to your question about Kentucky, one of the things they've always been able to do under Mark Stoops since their resurgence is, is be able to run the football. They did not do that very well at all on, on Saturday against Miami of Ohio. You mentioned it. The offensive line has, has been reshuffled. They've made some subsequent uh, moves since the game on Saturday. But not only could they not run the ball, they didn't protect very well at all. And I have high regard for Will Levis. That's one of the reasons why I was so high on them this year. But he was under duress a lot that night. Uh, receivers dropped a bunch of balls as well, so they're certainly not clicking on all cylinders. But as you know, one of the, the frequently overused cliches in college football is, say, teams make their biggest improvements from week don't, week one to week two. So I'm anxious to see what they look like. The big thing for them, not having Chris Rodriguez and being banged up uh, behind him at the running back position after the game on Saturday, it's a much different running back room than it looked in the preseason. Uh, with Florida, uh, what – uh, impressed you or surprised you about their performance? Yes, yeah, surprise is the right word there, Steve. I think to me, you know, when I had been out of practice, I didn't see a whole lot of, I didn't see a whole lot of uh, explosiveness. I didn't see a whole lot of uh, offense that excited me really. But I should have known better because one of the things that Anthony Richardson does so well is something that can't be measured in a scrimmage or in a practice because you're going to blow the whistle dead anytime somebody gets close to him. The guy's amazing at, at making guys miss at extending plays, at turning something uh, something from nothing. So it's like 
this is something I, I probably should have accounted for, but that was one of the things that surprised me the most. In addition, some other surprises, I thought the offensive line was a lot better than what I had anticipated. They got a good push up front throughout the entire night, and the running backs ran hard, too. Man, it was the, those three, uh, the trio of guys, Etienne, Johnson, and, and uh, Naquan, I thought did a great job of, of running with, with great physicality and finishing falling forward, which is always important. So those are some of the things that impressed me on the field. And most importantly, I think it was the resiliency, Steve. The, the, the team that really, when something went wrong last year in the second half of the season, seemed to give up, had a totally different body language, had a totally different uh, way of responding to adversity. And uh, I think that's the thing that impressed me the most and where you could clearly see the, the biggest impression made from their new coaching staff, and particularly Billy Napier. You know, Chris, it's funny to me, when you have two possible possible NFL first-round draft choices playing quarterback, you know, I think you think wide open, you know, throw the football over the place. That's not the case. I, I kind of expect the same kind of game Florida had against Utah. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that's going to be the offense's MO throughout the entirety of the season. And it reminds me a lot of the NFL mindset offensively, where you're just trying to stay ahead of the chains, keep yourself in third and manageable situations. And, and uh, I think one of the other things that does as well is it keeps the ball out of the opposing offense's hands. Because let's be honest, right now, with the personnel that Florida has defensively, particularly up front on that D-line, they're a little thin. They're a little under-talented. And so if you can protect them a little bit, keep them off the field, perhaps they stay a little fresher. Uh, that second half, they were getting physically assaulted by uh, Utah's line. So I think that's one of the things you're going to continue to see is Florida trying to possess the football, uh, which can be a little dangerous if you're talking about having to go on 12, 13-play drives it leaves very little margin for error. So you have to be very clean in your execution and make sure you don't make one of those mistakes like Florida made early in the game, giving the ball right back to uh, Utah down around the 30. If there's rain, which is expected, does it favor any team in your mind? I mean, I, I think typically we would think that it, it might favor Kentucky, but I, I think going into the game, Florida's the better rushing team right now from the things I said about the offensive line where Florida has an advantage from the things I said about the running backs, where I think Florida has the advantage because of, of the absence of Rodriguez and, and some injuries behind him. Uh, I think it, it certainly would favor Florida in, in their ability to, to not have to, to rely on throwing the football quite as much. And, and the passing game that Florida utilized, I thought, was great. You know, the, maybe the most successful plays they had were on some of those deep overs where they're hitting uh, uh, receivers on the, on the boots and, and, and making some, some throws that obviously feel very comfortable to, uh, to what Anthony Richardson likes to do. Chris Dorian joining us here, of course, Chris, on the SEC Network. Chris, anything uh, week one of the SEC surprise you? Man, I, I was surprised by uh, the game I called. I was down in Columbia uh, for the Georgia State-South Carolina game, and I think a lot of the talk in the offseason was about the, the, uh, the arrival of Spencer Rattler and what that would do in terms of opening up an offense that was very limited last year. The offensive line returned all five starters for South Carolina, but they were not very good uh, at the end of the day. Rattler was under pressure for a lot of the night, made a few plays on the run, but really couldn't take advantage of all the weapons that South Carolina's put around him because he just could never set it, take a step, set his feet, and throw. So that was surprising to me. LSU, uh, their offensive line surprised me. They were absolutely miserable, and I look at them as a team that I felt like could probably win eight games this year, but rethinking that now, looking at the schedule in the conference, where I don't see 
that there's a sure win for them at all, given how poor their their offensive line is. And then a, a pleasant surprise to me was the play of Stetson Bennett, the offense for Georgia. Um, you know, a lot of criticism of Stetson, even amongst his own fan base. But he came out there in full control, was firing the ball uh, all around the yard, and, and looked really comfortable uh, in the pocket, even under pressure, was uh, scrambling around, had that Johnny Manziel moment where he threw the touchdown to uh, Lad McConkey. So I thought that that was a surprise to me because I didn't think Georgia – was going to be as good as they looked out of the gate, both offensively and defensively, where they filled in you know, a bunch of new starters that uh, picked up where those guys from last year left off. Final question for you. Um, regards to the playoff, uh, a lot's going to have to happen. I don't think this is going to happen in 2024. I think there's too many things to have happen. But as you see it, how you see it constructed, Chris, are you a fan of it? I am a fan of it for a number of different reasons. You know, as a former player, I would have loved to have had a chance to play in a a format like this. Uh, I think it gives more teams an opportunity. And in the day and age where we're seeing a lot of guys opt out and and playing in in, in meaningless games, this keeps more teams, more players involved through the month of November. So I think that's a good thing. Just the opportunity. We talk about uh, the student-athletes experience, man, getting a chance to play for a championship, getting a chance. I love the NCAA basketball tournament. You know, you look at that field, you know, there's probably three-quarters of the field that can't realistically win a championship, but they love the opportunity just to go play a first-round game. And I think this is going to give that opportunity to, to more players to experience. And I also love the idea of playing the first round on campus. I, I, I can't imagine what the Swamp would look like with Ohio State or Michigan coming to town early in December. Yeah, that'd be really good. Always appreciate you, my friend, and we'll get you back as the season goes along. Thank you. That sounds good. Take care, Steve. You got it, CD. Thank you. Chris Doring uh, joining us here. Always enjoy his insights from the SEC Network. Brian will join us next. Hi, Brian. Hey, um, Steve. How you doing? Good. I haven't listened to the whole show, but I saw yesterday on the Paul Feinbaum that, um, that the coach for Kentucky has not ruled out Rodriguez being out yet. Is that same case today? Yeah, I mean, not ruled him out, I guess. Any, I mean, let me give you a stupid analogy. Um, Could I, uh, you know, could I lose, you know, weight today? Yeah. I mean, but most of the, I mean, I I don't think Stoops is one of those that's going to, on purpose, you know, throw a guy out there. But, I mean, he's not on the depth chart, which doesn't mean anything, right? But, I mean, could he play? Is it possible? Yes. But the situation was the same last week, and he did not. So I don't know what makes this different if he's sitting out to be punished. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brian. And, again, very little in – the world surprises me anymore and if he did play uh would it shock me no but once again given his legal issue right he supposedly is serving a multi-game suspension and i don't think you're going to cherry pick which games you miss so i just don't see that happening but we shall see. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jolie Katzen. 
In high school football, the Gainesville Hurricanes will host the Trinity Catholic Celtics tonight at 7. The Hurricanes look for their first win of the season after losing to Vanguard and Bishop Moore. Gator Volleyball is back in action tomorrow for the Sunshine Invitational. The Gators will start off the tournament facing Georgia Southern Friday morning. The Tampa Bay Rays extend their lead in the wild card over the Mariners after sweeping the Boston Red Sox last night. The Rays currently sit four games behind the Yankees in the loss column and play them starting tomorrow night. The LA Rams will take on the Buffalo Bills tonight at SoFi Stadium to kick off the NFL season. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. We are all. If you've not heard of the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, folks, it's a really, really good place to help uh, at-risk young boys. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch is in Palatka, and they could certainly use your help. If you have an unused or unwanted car, truck, any kind of vehicle, RV, boat, whatever it might be, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The reason? Because when this facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes, it's sustained by your donated vehicles. They learn real-life skills. They repair the vehicles when you donate them, and they resell them. Your donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping a really great cause. Your generosity will do a whole lot of good helping these at-risk young boys. To find out more information, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org, and you can learn more. Odyssey and find your one thing. August is a great month to help out the environment by improving your gas mileage. Make sure your tires are properly inflated and heavy items like golf clubs aren't stored in your trunk. Take your car in for a tune-up to ensure it's running at peak performance. And when the weather is nice, walk or bike to your destination to enjoy a beautiful summer day. Join Odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. 
If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right. 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch available every saturday and sunday the hottest restaurant in florida in the heart of gator nation spurrier's gridiron grill follow espn gainesville on twitter facebook and instagram stay up to date with the latest information interviews stories contests and events we are 98.1 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators and now more sports scene with steve russell here on espn 98.1 fm 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Baby says he loves the segment with uh, Sean, and he'll be doing that every week, so I'm glad you do. Um, and uh, you can ask him the question, B, because it came after he left, So, uh, but save it for next week and uh, be, be good with that. Mike said he thought Sean did a heck of a, a good job, and, showed it, and so did Shane. Um, we'll pass that along, too. Steven says, do you think the LSU reporter was a little out of line in the response to Coach Kelly saying she was late or no harm done? I have no idea what that is. Um, so maybe somebody can fill me in. I, I mean, I, you know? Okay. You got me in there? Yeah. So Brian Kelly comes in, mentions that the media staff was late showing up. The reporter says, maybe if you guys win, we'll be on time. Oh, okay. That's not what that was. Yeah, well, yeah, that's out of line. I mean, that, that, that's not... In my again, I wasn't there, but if that's the, the exact wording that was used, that that's no. Let's get to Tony here. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up? Yeah, that that's pretty much exactly like how it was. You know, um, Kelly was actually trying to make a joke out of it, like saying, you know, from now on we'll j- I guess just find people and then we'll have a end of year party. You know, like so he was trying to like make a joke out of it, but try and still make a point. And then the the reporter took it to the other level, and they, she should have been thrown out of there, man. That was ridiculous, really. Yeah, um, I mean, why? I mean, it, there's no cause for that. But yeah, you know. yeah, none. Hey, Steve, I think that the D line. This is my hot take for the rest of this year. I think the D line is going to surprise for the rest of the year, and I'll tell you why, man. Based on you know, the week one results, which I know it's week, it's week one. You know, there's a lot of football, obviously, to be played. You can't uh, go off of just week one. But based off of that, based off of what's happened with some other teams, like suspensions for this weekend and stuff like that, I think that looking at the Gators' remaining schedule, man, there's no other offensive line that's going to be as physical 
with, with such a grinded-out mindset as what the Gators just saw this past week until they get to Georgia. And then past Georgia, A&M, I don't think so, man. I wasn't impressed with A&M at all. I think Miami's going to boat race them. So I think because of that, our defensive line is going to have a much better showing. What do you think, Steve? Hard to say because week one is certainly something that you can gauge, but it's not. It's week. It's one week, right? I mean, I, I mean, I didn't see what Tennessee did. I'm anxious to see what they do against Pittsburgh, for example. Um, you know, are they going to be better running the football? And remember, that game is also at in Knoxville. So, I don't know. I, I think the jury is still out. I agree with you, however, that you know Utah. We all knew going into this game. Florida knew going into this game what Utah what they do. Right, physical. It's what Whittingham yeah. does. It's kind of like what Stoops does, but he doesn't seem to have the horses that Utah had in Game One. No, he does not have the horses. This is not the the blue wall from the last few years. Right. Not at all, man. See the uh, guest that you just had on from Kentucky. I appreciated it. He wasn't blowing smoke like I thought the guy from last week did a little bit. This guy pretty much told you how how it is. Um, the horsey kid. The uh, guard who got kicked over to tackle, he played tackle last year against Iowa, and it was not a good thing. It was not a pretty sight. He was forced to play uh, left tackle, and Iowa abused him. So that's something that look for that matchup. The left tackle matchup is going to be huge. Um, as far as Levis goes, Steve, although he's big and physical, Steve, he's not really a slippery type of escape artist, kind of like Cameron Rising was. So I think that if the Gators could get pressure to him, do a little stunt up front, I, I look for the miscommunication, especially with the crowd noise, on that U.K. offensive line to be a huge factor. I think they can pressure Levis. And I have him early going for three interceptions, Steve. That's what I have him throwing, three picks. Well, he is interception prone. Uh, yep. And, look, I think it's – if you're running around for your life, which he did a lot, Last week, uh, you would unless now look. You can make him. You can make big improvement from game one to game two. You you certainly can. And Kentucky's had good offensive line play. So would it shock me if they weren't better this week than they were in week one? You know the the coaches have tape now. They can they've moved some people around, but I don't know that they're going to go from you know zero to ten. I, I, I'm not sure. I see that. And then the last thing, the the uh, defense does not have that war daddy on that de- on that defensive line like they've had with Pascal and that other kid who was the highest draft pick. They do not have that this year. Okay, so that's going to be a big factor also. All right, Steve, we'll take care, buddy. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, they're I think their linebackers are good, um, but you know, do they have the the stud guy there? I don't know. Todd says in the Utah game, Richardson showed his ability to make gains. When the play starts to break down, understand we don't want to risk AR too much. But my question is, when we see that design read option and the end clearly crashes down, rather than having the running back stuffed at the line for possibly no gain, shouldn't he keep it and take off where he can get uh, and get safely down? Todd, yes. But remember, it's easy for you and me to say that you're not doing the reading. That that's part of the skill of that, right? And I mean, look, 
Don't you think Richardson did pretty well running the ball? Over 100 yards. I, I think anybody takes that. So you're going to have some plays where you don't make the right read. That's just going to happen once in a while. You know, the other team gets coached up too. So, but yes, as he gets more experience in that, um, hopefully better. Uh, Lucas, thank you too for uh, liking the segment with Sean. Uh, and again, we're going to do that every Thursday at about 12.15. So that should be fun. Three nine two eight two five five. Don't forget tomorrow uh, we have early volleyball for you. Yeah, early volleyball uh, as the Gators are going to be playing in a tournament uh, and they'll play their first game tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Yeah, so that's going to take place there. And then uh, lots of coverage over the weekend obviously with uh, Gator football and with the NFL. Once again, uh, don't forget, tonight we have the NFL opener, Buffalo and the Los Angeles Rams. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. IDC is rolling out the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. All on sale. Don't be surprised to see jewelry store owners and diamond brokers shopping at this event. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering zero interest financing. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings, including Takori. Don't miss this amazing opportunity. An open-to-the-public, multi-million-dollar diamond-buying event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, restrictions may apply. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. 
in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. On and off downpours and clusters of strong thunderstorms will stay possible over our area this evening. Locally, heavy rainfall rates will be possible at times, and that could lead to flooding. A flood watch is in effect along the Big Bend, the Nature Coast, and the First Coast through at least the weekend. When it's not raining, we'll have cloudy skies, high temperatures today in the mid-80s, lows tonight in the lower 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Charlie Weiss, former Patriots OC. You should expect a lot of good things coming out of Tampa. Because when you Tommy off, you're the wrong guy off. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. Every negative thing that anyone could say, he uses it as fodder. I'd bet on them to win the Super Bowl. That's the feeling I get. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox. And you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sean says... Now that Florida's in the Final Four playoff, Richardson's won the Heisman, Napier's Coach of the Year, what's our next step? He says, I think we investigate moving into the NFL as an expansion team or drop out of the SEC and create a one-team conference like Notre Dame. Yeah, it's amazing what one game does. It is. And I'm telling you, Sean Kelly, who was with the Pelicans, for a long time. He knows New Orleans. He knows Louisiana. They are absolutely going wacko in Baton Rouge over that game. Do I get it? Yes. But my gracious, it's one game. And there's always overreaction and that's just, that's not going to change. In fact, it's probably going to get worse. Um, but that's okay. Half hour left. We're going to do uh, 
We're going to talk with Brad Spielberger from the Pro, from Pro Football Focus at 145. Kevin says, I think one of the good reads Richardson made was his 45-yard run. It was a pass, but according to the announcer, he'd seen the backside corner trailing the wide receiver crossing the field, took off where the cornerback had left. Yes, I mean, part of, look, it's hard when you don't know what the play call is, but I'm impressed because offensively, they're just kind of blue collar at this point. And I know that's not sexy sometimes, that you're not, you know, throwing for 400 yards and all that, but look, you have to do what your personnel dictates. And I just think, could it get better as the season goes on? You bet. You bet. And what's going to happen, what's going to happen if somebody does shut down the, the, the run game and all of a sudden it's like, okay, Anthony Richardson, throw the ball. That what will happen? Will wide receivers step up? We will find out. That that's There's so much more here that's going to be unlocked. Can we, will we see a, a Gator defensive line that gets a little better as the season wears along? Again, you, you're, you faced a team whose M.O. is smash mouth. There aren't that many teams in this league that are like that. We'll see. Uh, Dylan, I've got a good email here. Uh, he said, if you, if you, if today Alabama played Georgia, who would win and why? Ooh, that's a really good question. It's hard to beat Alabama twice in a row, isn't it? Isn't it? I, I get it. Alabama played Utah State. Georgia played a ranked team and destroyed them. It's hard to beat Nick Saban twice in a row. Not that they can't, but you're asking me today. And then tomorrow, on our prognostication Friday, there's actually going to be some good league games. Carolina-Arkansas. Carolina struggled with Spencer Rattler. Arkansas struggled too. Then uh, Wake Forest, Vandy. I may I may do Wake Forest Vandy tomorrow, because Vandy may be three and zero if they beat Wake. Appy State and A and M. Anybody gonna go on the limb pick Appy State? Now remember, they did lose to North Carolina. And you know it's funny people forget this. Well, they scored sixty points. Well, they also gave up that many. And I mean, is A and M gonna be able to do that? I don't know. Tennessee-Pittsburgh, one of the games we'll pick tomorrow. And then uh, we'll pick some other ones non-conference as well. But that's all tomorrow. And then we're going to try, about the middle of the season, to get a guest picker on every Friday. And we've, had, we've done that in the past. been kind of fun. And uh, we're going to try and do that again. It's also interesting you know, you, n- numbers sometimes can, you know, what you want to make of them. But uh, it's just 
interesting when you look at the SEC stats because guess who leads the league in offense? Tennessee. They scored 59 <clears throat> more than Alabama. Who leads in total defense? Alabama. Florida, statistically, is last in the league in total defense. Last. Dead last. Because they gave up 446 yards. Florida offensively is, uh, that scored 29 points. Only Ole Miss and LSU scored fewer. Sometimes statistics are for losers. Get to Tim. Tim, hi. Hey, Steve. Uh, just a quick question for you. Uh, well, real quick uh, on the Florida game before I ask my question on the Utah game, and then we're done because it's almost time for Kentucky. But I'm glad we won, but I feel we were extremely fortunate to win. If you go back and watch it, I mean, it's tough in the moment. It's, it's very emotional. You're not seeing everything. But, man, we were inches away from honestly almost being blown out you know what we have two three goal line stands i mean we had them so that matters but i don't know that you can can rely on that on a regular basis no. you know what i mean so no, i don't think so we get better you but, know yeah and i don't think anybody does and i think part of it i think honestly was the power of the of the home crowd and of the stadium and of the swamp that caused them to not necessarily they fall started some and, and things like that but i think mentally it may have drained them more than they thought and their inability to communicate, I think, became a bigger issue than they anticipated. But anyway, um, my question for you, uh, simple, Judge or Otani, who, who do you got? Judge. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, are you talking MVP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, look, I get what Otani is, and if, and if somebody voted for him, would I say that's a terrible vote? No. But Judge right. is having you know, one of those career years that I mean, so, so. and he's playing for a winning team. You know, that, right. that's the now other, that, and I think that well, hurts Otani. Yeah, I mean, but there aren't many rules and many guidelines on how to vote for MVP, but it does explicitly say that being in the playoff contention is not a factor. Right. Um, it does but, not need to be a factor, but you can vote how you see fit. But so. let me let me give you the English here. Most valuable. That's its most valuable player. Correct. So Otani, if he's off that team, would make a bad team awful. If Judge is off that team, it makes a good team okay. So how about this little thought experiment for you? Have them switch places. If you put Judge in L.A. and Otani in New York. The well, Angels. It, it isn't the city; it's the team. If if, if you're switching, no, yeah, Otani would be the MVP. Right. I, I mean, I just I don't know. I, that, my take is Otani, but you're right; they're both having phenomenal years. But it's tough to see somebody have 200 strikeouts and 35 home runs. Something no one's ever done before, and just right. be like, eh, well, see, but see, if a, that's the case, he'd be the MVP every year then. Well, and because nobody else does that. Right, <laughs> you know, but I, I can't say that that's wrong. You, you know, know well, I, mean? I like, can because most, that's who he is. Takes two spots. He, yeah. he provides you with two players. He does, know? Tim, and and I'm not in any way diminishing what he does. Okay, what sure. he does is fantastic, but just because he has that unique skill set doesn't make him 
the most valuable player because of it, right? Because I think part of being – and there's been other MVP. Andre Dawson won it when the Cubs were in last place. Right, in last so, place, I mean, there's yeah. been, you know, times when nobody really stuck out, right? right. And then, for example, if you're in the National League – now, is Goldschmidt the guy? You know, who who do you pick? I mean, there's there's probably three or four guys in the American League. I don't know if you go past those two. I mean, no, I don't. You, think you can make a case for somebody else, probably, but I think those two rise pretty high. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it'll be fun to watch the Braves and the Mets down the run here, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, they you. they play the last series of the year. Uh, yeah, that's probably honestly going to make you know one of those. Whoever wins two of those three is probably going to be the winner. I don't think it's going to be decided before then, honestly. So we'll see how it plays out. It's okay. Fun. Thank you, Tim. Thanks. Yep. And and look, give the Braves a lot of credit. Uh, the Mets have had some injuries here. Uh, they're clinging. Uh, they swept the Pirates yesterday. That was certainly good. But um, you know, Scherzer's hurt now. That's you. They just can't afford that. Uh, one more thing about SEC. You know, numbers. Um. <clears throat> It's part of who you play, right? Um, it's interesting where you look at touchdowns scored. Florida is down the list. LSU scored only three touchdowns. Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Ole Miss, apparently, so A&M, Carolina scored four. Stats mean more to me game five, game six. We'll see. 143 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, will join us next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jolie Katzen. Starting with high school football, Gainesville will host Trinity Catholic tonight. The Hurricanes look for their first win of the season at Citizen Field after losing 49-17 against Bishop Moore last week. Sticking with football, the number 12 Gators prepare to host the number 20 Kentucky Wildcats for their Week 2 matchup on Saturday. Both teams are coming off of Week 1 wins. The LA Rams and the Buffalo Bills face off tonight at SoFi Stadium. Live coverage of the game will be right here starting at 7. Moving to the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays completed a three-game sweep of the Red Sox last night. The Rays are now three games behind the Yankees in the loss column, and they begin a three-game series against the Yankees tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Scott Caldwell, your home sold guaranteed realty, is the only agent I trust to help me out when I'm buying or selling a home. If you're considering selling your home, have you gotten your upfront written agreement? that guarantees the sale of your home at your price? Well, when you deal with Scott Caldwell, that's exactly what you get. And your home sold guaranteed realty. His upfront written guarantee says the following. Your home will sell at your price and in your time frame, or he will buy it. Having an upfront written guaranteed sale from Scott allows you to shop for your next home, knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell, as well as benefiting from the peace of mind knowing you're going to get your price and your time frame. And here is an even better thing. You always get the highest price from Scott. You see, if at any time a better offer comes along, you get the higher offer, not Scott's guarantee. Take it from me. Call Scott. You'll find out all the great things he can do for you. 352 209 
352-209-0000 or visit CallwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Dot com. Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. Get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. NFL season opens tonight. Buffalo and the L.A. Rams. Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will gladly talk a little National Football League with us. Brad, good to have you back. Um, Tonight is a great way to open the NFL, isn't it? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you can't think of a much better matchup than the Buffalo Bills at the reigning Super Bowl L.A. Rams, can you? Um, a lot of people think this is Buffalo's year. Do you? Uh, they are my Super Bowl choice. I think they are probably the best team, you know, best roster in the NFL. But you can still poke some holes, especially in this game, to start without their star cornerback and Tredavious White for the first four weeks of the season. You know, I think no team is, is infallible this year, and, and that includes the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's always difficult to repeat. There haven't been that many repeat champions. Uh, is this Rams team capable? You know, it is so, so hard to do, and one of the biggest reasons why is health. And we have studied that, for the most part, NFL injuries are fairly random. You're going to get some years where you stay healthy. You're going to get some years where you have some bad injury luck. And the Rams are a team that has invested so much money and resources into sports science and keeping guys healthy that they've kind of bucked that trend in recent years. But, you know, you have Matthew Stafford coming in with the questions about his elbow. Odo Beckham Jr. obviously not on the roster, but if they do want to bring him back, recovering from an ACL, you go on the list. I think it's, it's going to be tough for them to get that same luck of all their top players, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, all staying healthy throughout the entire year. It just seems a bit unlikely. I'm curious about Lamar Jackson, you know, who's acting as his own agent why can't that deal get done? Yeah, you know, I think the big holdup here is the Deshaun Watson contract, frankly. And if you remember when the news came out about that contract, there was rumors that all the owners were upset with the Browns' ownership. Only one owner actually went on record in front of reporters and expressed his displeasure, and that was Ravens owner Steve Bishotti. And he said, I don't think this guy should have been the guy to get the first fully guaranteed deal. And obviously the undertone was, you know, Lamar Jackson coming up for an extension the next couple of months. And I, it sounds like Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed contract as well. And I've been saying consistently that that, 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 that deal for Cleveland was not going to set a precedent. It was a very unique situation. If players like a Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray tried to push for it, they weren't going to get it, and they did not. So I think that's the issue here is that, you know, Baltimore does, they are willing to guarantee more money than other clubs. They've kind of been big on larger guarantees and smaller total values. And I think Lamar Jackson wants the high value and the full guarantee. And I just don't think Baltimore is willing to go there. With all the uh, stuff surrounding Tom Brady, you know, all the rumors you hear, bottom line is he's going to play. And they start off against Dallas. Uh, do you think this is his last year, and do you think Brady will have a productive year? I absolutely think it's his last year. I think it would be hard for him to commit to another season. I don't want to speculate. And there's a whole lot of speculation about you know what the distractions are and why he went on that 10-day vacation in the middle of training camp. But I think he also just he knows he's close to being done. I think he probably felt that fire after retiring and said, i got to give it one more go. But I think this is it. I think this is the farewell tour. It's why you get guys like Akeem Hicks and Julio Jones and, and all these guys signing down in Tampa. I think they know it. I think he knows it. I do, though. I think he will be productive. I think on Sundays he'll be able to block out the noise so maybe almost use it as a distraction from the real world. And, and I think, you know, I think you should have won MVP last year, frankly. So maybe he doesn't play that level, um, but I think he will be pretty much the Tom Brady we're used to um, and, and has another good year to close out his career. 
Um, let, let's go to the AFC, and I, I mentioned Buffalo. Um, you know, Cincinnati is certainly there. Uh, they short up the offensive line. Who else do you like in the AFC? Yeah, you know, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender every year. They have Patrick Mahomes on the roster. You know, it sounds oversimplified, but I think that is the case. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. And, you know, I, they did lose Tyreek Hill this offseason, but I think it's a smart long-term play. I think their defense will be better this year. I think getting a, a bunch of weapons, so there's not so much focus on Tyreek Hill, but now rookie Sky Moore and speedster Marcus Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster over the middle. I think they're going to respond to kind of NFL defenses and how they responded to them. Um, and then I think the LA Chargers. I know they're a hot pick. They're a team that everyone falls in love with every year. But on paper, this roster is as good as it gets on both sides of the ball. Just at the Bengals, I think their biggest issue was on defense last year up the middle on that defensive line. You add Khalil Mack. You add Sebastian Joseph Day at nose tackle. You, of course, add some cornerbacks like J.C. Jackson. He's not playing this week, but he'll be back eventually. You know, I think those two teams in the AFC West are definite contenders as well. You know, Miami's an intriguing team to me. Um, you know, Buffalo is clearly the class of the East, and New England might be a little bit better, but where do you see the Dolphins? Yeah, they're very interesting. I mean, it's, it's interesting in its own right that they're coming into the season. They've had back-to-back winning seasons with zero playoff appearances. So it's kind of crazy at the outset that that's what they're coming into. I kind of think that's where they fall again. They strike me as an... 8-11 to 11 win team. I don't see them winning the AFC East because of the Buffalo Bills. Maybe they get a wild card, but because of how competitive this AFC is, if they win nine games again, just like the last two years, it does not guarantee them a playoff bid. So it's all going to come down to Tua Tagovailoa. I think this defense is outstanding. It is loaded at all three parts of the field. Their defensive line now has depth, which I think was an issue in years past. They have four legitimate pass rushers on the edge. Obviously, their secondary has been great. Um, and then the offensive line, you had Teron Armstead, the left tackle from the New Orleans Saints. You, you kind of add some other pieces, Connor Williams, the left guard, and fix some things. It all comes down to a tag of Iloa. I think he's average. I don't think he's great. Um, but if he has a good year, they could win 11 games. Um, I just don't think he can push them over the top to a true contender. I don't think he's that type of quarterback. Okay, last thing. In the NFC, if it's not the Rams, who is it? Well, I'll go back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and Tom Brady. You know, I think, honestly, the, the NFC is a three-team conference. I, I think it's laughable how much talent there is in the AFC and the lack of talent in the NFC. Wow. I think it's the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Rams. You know, I'm not really buying the Cowboys. I like the Eagles, but they've now become, I think, overhyped in my opinion. They're a good playoff team. I don't think they're an actual Super Bowl contender. I think they're a year or two away there. I think one of those three teams will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year, and I would frankly be surprised if it's not one of those three teams. No love for the 49ers. I like them, but, you know, I think Trey Lance, I do think he'd be better long-term play to move on to him, but I think he's going to have some serious growing pains. I mean, you got to realize, the guy hasn't played football in two years now. When he was playing football last, it was in Division II, um, you know, at North Dakota State. So I just, you're going to have the rookie mistakes. You're going to have some of the bumps along the way. But yeah, I think they could get hot at the end of the year just like they did last season and maybe make a little bit of a run. Um, I just I don't think they're a contender in his first season. If he shows some flashes, maybe next year they become a very popular pick. Uh, all right, last question. Regardless of league, or AFC or NFC, Brad, who's a sleeper team? Mine is Baltimore. Who's yours? I love Baltimore as well. I had them winning that division in the AFC North. I think it's a great pick. Uh, I'll give you a couple, and I would say teams, I'm not saying they're Super Bowl contenders, but I think the Minnesota Vikings are a playoff team. 
And if things go well for them and some of their young players come along, they can make some noise, win a playoff game or two. Uh, and then over in the AFC, I'll go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And wow. I remember Florida, I think they're – if you made me say, hey, pick one team that is this year's Cincinnati Bengals, I'd probably go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? You know, I, I love Doug Peterson. I think we can underestimate sometimes the impact of a massive coaching improvement. And I think going from Urban Meyer to a Doug Peterson is about as big of an improvement as you can possibly get a head coach. And then, yeah, they overspent this all, this offseason, but, you know, multiple first-round picks. They brought in a lot of free agents. Who cares what they paid for them once it's on Sunday and you're playing? And it's all about Trevor Lawrence. And if he, if he is the Trevor Lawrence we thought he was going to be, yeah, they could, you know, win 10, 11 games like Cincinnati last year. Maybe not make a run to the Super Bowl, but, but kind of just dramatically exceed expectations just like Cincinnati did last season. If anybody's listening in Jacksonville, that's Brad. Uh, so you'll be, and if your prophecy comes true, Brad, there'll be a lot of happy people in Jacksonville, sir. Always appreciate your time. Thank you. We'll get you back as the league uh, begins play here. Always appreciate your time. Sounds good. Thank you. You got it, Brad. Brad Spielberger covers uh, the NFL for Pro Football Focus. That's going to do it for our show for today. Thanks to the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, the voice of the Kentucky Wildcats, Tom Leach, Chris Doring from the SEC Network, and the aforementioned Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. Tomorrow, Prognostication Friday, your chance to call in and give us your predictions, especially on the Gators as they take on Kentucky in Week 2. Thanks to David. Jose's learning. Uh, So thanks to both of them for helping produce the show. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.